And I think that like English and like, is it Mandarin are the hardest, the top two hardest languages to learn. Okay, so top 10 hardest languages are Mandarin, Arabic, Japanese, Hungarian, Korean, Finnish, Basque, and Navajo. That's a lie. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> well, that's not fucking true. The, take away that fact check. That fact check. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Swipe Talk Podcast. I'm Simone. And I'm Isabella. And today we are here to... This This episode came out of Isabella's arse. Oh. Oof. Sorry, I don't mean I th- it like that. <laughs> I dropped something. Woo! What did you drop? Oh, the episode out of your ass. Yes. Oh, yes. okay, gotcha. This episode is sponsored by Sesame Street. The letter <laughs> Q. The alphabet. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it. We all know yes. her. We all love her. Even though the alphabet does differ from language to language. So the concept of the alphabet, because you guys, I'm assuming, like me, I'm like, how the fuck are these bitches about sure. to talk about the alphabet for yes. 30 minutes? Do you have a favorite letter? S. Ooh. Let's just say we're going to start at the alphabet and somehow end making our way to the naming of minorities and how it affects them for the rest of their lives so as always we are always gonna bridge the gap yes bridge the gap don't you worry (laughs) if nothing we're good at building bridges okay isabella tell them about how you came about this concept okay so i saw a tweet on twitter yeah you guys i saw a tweet on twitter can you believe it and it was some person saying that they got really high and cast each letter of the alphabet as a person and i was like that is brilliant iconic And so we'll pop up the tweet here, but Mm -hmm. one that really resonated with me was they cast the letter D as Tom Hanks. And I was like, oh my God, Tom Hanks is so the letter D, D is Tom Hanks. Like that is so correct. K was Megan Fox, like just like they really got it right. Who was Megan Fox? K. I was curious if we wanted to, you know, cast our own alphabet. I wrote down some ideas for some of the letters I was thinking of. This is where y'all have lost me. You bitches lost, you bi- You bitches lose me all the time. I don't, this feels very abstract. It feels like, okay, oh, yeah. I can't, I can't air this out about you. I was going to air out how you feel about museums. <gasps> I can't, you, can I talk about that? You could talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Isabella has a deep secret and it's about how she feels about museums and how she feels like Sometimes. a lot of people. Sometimes, depending on the mar- depending on the yes. museum, yes. people are yes. liars. Completely depending, are liars, and it's not always. It's not always. There are some museums that I'm like, this is fucking awesome, but there are some museums that are boring. And I, I ask you to employ yourself and be honest and say, yeah, I have been into even just in a museum exhibit that's boring. And the people, they fucking go up to the fucking not even like paintings. I'm not even talking about art. I'm talking about like history. I'm talking about like they will put a fucking bow and arrow on the wall, and someone will walk up to it and be. Like, and stare at it for fucking 20 minutes and be like, wow, yeah. And then read the fucking little plaque. And they don't, I don't even think you bitches read it. And I, when I'm in a museum, I just watch the people. I watch the people mm. put on a performance of their own. And I think they go up to the little plaque. I think they glaze their eyes over and just pretend like they're reading. There is no greater performance than people in a museum pretending like they give a but, okay, I get that there are some people, there are some people that care, but some people don't. There are liars amongst us. It's the game among us, and I want to pick out the ones that are lying. Because not everyone can give a shit. Some people can. Museums are amazing. History is amazing. Art is amazing. But there are liars amongst us. The way that I bring this up and you start defending yourself for your uh-huh. life, as uh-huh. if so many people don't agree with you. So many people we don't think that art. Yes. 
you're okay i only brought it up to say like the way that you're like you don't see anything here is the exact same way i feel about this i'm like Mm -hmm. how are y'all making this conjecture like tom hanks being d i'm like uh uh you get it she'll get it letter a i wrote down albert einstein right smarty pants like it has nothing to do with the fact that his name starts with an a but just like a is the smarty pants letter of the group they're the leader like she knows that she is queen b okay letter b i said is gretchen wieners okay i can get that i can feel that because because she's never gonna be a never be a Mm -hmm. she'll never be a and then i skipped around and i said letter g i said was danny devito hmm i the letter i i said was miley cyrus specifically in that one picture where her eyes are really blue and she's outlined (laughs) in the eyeliner and she's like that screams i to me i'm just scooping around i said letter letter p was an ice cream scooper that felt accurate to me okay julio torres the comedian i said he was q and then he has a little orange rock that he named krisha and she's the letter u because they have to go hand in hand and q is kind of obscure Anyway, let's give you a fun one. Who would you cast if you're making a movie about the alphabet? Or let's say we're on Sesame Street, per se. Who would you cast as the letter S? That's my favorite letter. When I think of S, I think of like sexy, but like mischievous. There's some mischief in S. I think because a lot of words Mm. end in S, there's mischief. I don't know, maybe Margot Robbie. Interesting, I said Kieran Culkin. I don't know who Karen Culkin is. From Succession? I don't watch Succession. And I probably should because everyone loves it. Are you still going on that or you want to talk about letters that are together? You know what? Let's piv. Yeah, let's piv. We don't even need all of my alphabet soup. Let's talk about letters that are together. LMNO obviously are in a polyamorous relationship. I think ST for sure. Oh, for... And they, like, honestly... They're, like, together forever. I kind of think there's something sinister in them. Like, they, like, mm-hmm. are, are together forever for sure, but, like, they're toxic. Yeah. Really? I think that they're stable and, like, boring. T always comes after S. They never switch. Yeah, no. But that's just the way that it is. No, I see something sneaky in ST. Do you think you're more Kiki or Booba? Who? Kiki or Booba? Who? Okay. Ooh, the... Okay, so there are two people named Kiki and Booba. They're two different shapes. Of these two shapes, who's Kiki and who's Booba? I think Kiki's on the left, Booba's on the right. Kiki's more spiky. Correct. Every single person on earth agrees on that. And so Mm -hmm. there's like this phenomenon of like, why Kiki? Because it sounds so like sharp. And then Booba Mm -hmm. is so soft. And then so people now are playing around and being like, which actors are Kiki? Which ones are Booba? What plants are Kiki? Which ones are Booba? So I'm always playing Kiki Booba. And I think it changes. You're not always a Kiki for life. You're not always a Booba for life. But um, I tend to side more Kiki. Hmm. I think jazz hands are kind of Kiki land. I think that Q and U go together. And I also think that I think something about I and E as well. That's cute. I kind of like it. I think I and E kind of have crushes on each other. Like, they're not always together, but it's like when they are, like, it makes words like cutie, pie, like that kind of thing. R and S. Actually, I think think S, yeah, I think S switches between T and R. And I think definitely is in the unhealthy relationship with T, but cheats on T with R. And R is like a sexy, like, like like a sexy letter. Okay. And you know what? That's your truth. That's your truth. I just mm-hmm. think the S is versatile. S transforms words. 
like all the time it does it does it makes it simone loving the letter s because it's her name and she's being like we're transformative we're transformative and you're right and you're right and you're right it does there is no other no other letter tack on to the end of any word here's what i'll say i wasn't excited to do this this episode because of a very particular bias against my one i'm like almost sure i'm dyslexic just never got diagnosed two the english language is stupid it is Mm -hmm. the stupidest language that has ever been derived ever 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 and i think that like english and like is it mandarin are the hardest the top two hardest languages to learn if i'm not mistaken and it's because of well because of many things mandarin is the hardest language thank you for that quick google okay so top 10 hardest languages are mandarin arabic japanese hungarian korean finnish basque and navajo that's a lie. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> well, that's not fucking true. The, take away that fact check. That fact check. I think it's more the grammar that screws people up with English because there are so many rules. No, you're right. There are so no, many it's rules not... and things that make absolutely no sense whatsoever. No sense. And this yeah. is what I want to say. Homographs. 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 What are homographs? They are words that are spelled the exact same but are pronounced differently. Me reading directly off the thing. Homophones are words that sound the same but have a different meaning or spelling. Homograms are spelled the same but different meaning or pronunciation. Homonyms can be either, either or even both. You're being so smart and beautiful right now. Correct. I just, it pisses me off. Yes, yes. Because, okay, let's talk about this list. I've I've put a little list. Correct me if I'm wrong because we know me and words. Bow. Yep. And bow. Correct. Spelled the same, completely two different words. Mm-hmm. Context. Lead and lead. Yep. I don't know fine, though. Oh, no, no, no. Fine. Fine, like, oh, I'm doing fine, and I'm finding you. Or, like, you. I'm finding you. Yeah. Yes. What the fuck is down? Maybe, like, I'm down. I'm down. And then, like, down. Going like, down. Like, the direction. Down. Okay. Is it wind and wind? Yeah. Is that the same? Yeah. Tear and tear. Yep. Okay, fair? Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to the county fair, or, like, it's fair. That's yeah. fair. Like, oh, that's fair. Is close and close. That's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm having an awakening yeah. going through this list. Yeah, because like, you don't realize it. You don't realize it because you're just Because we're English speakers. Yeah. Also, like, when I first looked at this, I was like, hi, I wonder what she's going to say about all these words. And I didn't even realize that they're all homographs. Uh-huh. Minute. Is it minute and minute? Is minute yes. and minute the yes. same thing? Yes. Content and content to be content mm-hmm. and content. Compact uh-huh. like a compact mirror and to compact something. What? Object or object? Yeah. Like I object or object? Facts about alphabet. E is used more than any other letter. E That's used really to be cool. the lowest letter grade that you could get. But then professors were worried that people would think it stood for excellent. That's so then they changed it to, to F to be failure. That's which is crazy because... <laughs> Like, obviously, you're so going to know. Funny. You're going to know if you got an excellent or if you got an or, eight. Like, I think you're going to know. <laughs> but okay. The letter J is the youngest letter. She was invented in 1524. Also, it's crazy okay. that the website Reader's Digest that I got this from didn't say who invented it. Just like, it was invented in 1524 by an Italian. Okay. Oh, thank um, you. I have something about that. Do you know that... Like 80% of the men that I've dated in my entire lifetimes have been named with a J. Well, that's like a huge thing on TikTok. People are like, don't Is date it? people with J. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone's always like, J names are trouble. Is there like a disproportionate amount of boy names that yes. are J? Yes. Like statistically? Well, John is one of the most pop. I think it's just the most popular names. John, John Jacob, Justin, Jake, Jacob, Justin, um, Jimmy, Jesus. Jack, Jack, Jesus. Jack, Jesus. 
That makes sense. I'm like, okay, Claire, literally block out every single name I'm about to say. Oh, no. Um, but, okay. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Simone naming one and then being like, well, uh, shoot, I forgot the rest. Anyway, take my word for it. <laughs> That's the thing. You know how I am with like, I get it. Things will be in my brain. I know. Gone. Gone. So, okay, 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 okay. So this is the interesting part. And we're gonna talk about how the first letter of your last name affects you in your life. I have always said this because I've always been like, there's such a distinct personality difference in people that have beginning of the letter last names versus middle of the letter last names and last names that are at the end of the alphabet. I'm very interested to hear this. Which is funny because we're in the room with our editor who has a end of the letter the last yep. name. Simone is beginning of the letter and I'm middle mm -hmm. of the alphabet. And it makes sense because like, think about it. Like in class, you're the, the first letter names always go first, like et cetera. Mm -hmm. They're the line leaders. At graduation, yep. they go first. Yep. And you kind of like get to know who's going to be in your space. Like you yes. always know who you're going to be sitting around or like field trip groups, whatever. Beginning of the letter alphabet names, I've always said are very like some of the smartest people I know are beginning of the alphabet last names. That's very like, interesting. They're very like, they are the line leaders. They are the very, very smart nerds. Middle that of the alphabet. That is fascinating. I think of is very chill. Like, I think of, like, mm. they're fun, they get along, they're very social, I think because they are in the middle and can be forgotten mm. about and can kind of, like, sneak through things. I was a chatty Cathy in school. I think there are a lot of chatty Cathy's in the yep. middle lane. Yeah, However, I would say that. end of the alphabet, I think those are really, like the oddball wild cards. Like, I think a lot of funny people are at the end of the alphabet. And mm. also like, you don't know what you're gonna get. Like, it's really a 50-50 shot and they're always gonna surprise you. Like, you're either mm. gonna get like a trickster, a prankster, someone really funny. Like, and again, I'm making all of this up, so please don't be offended. This is literally coming out of my tuchus. But um, I feel like because they're at the end of the alphabet, they're crafty. Or like, they know that they have a little more time to like finish a project because they're at the end. Like, I just think there's, there's something brilliant about last name at the ends. That's very interesting because I was um everything the way that you described about the kid at the front of the uh, at the front of the class yeah. like but what I will say the only downside I felt like I mm -hmm. was the cool kid in the mm -hmm. beginning of the the alphabet names mm -hmm. but all of my friends were in the middle of the alphabet yes the and social. then a sprinkle mm -hmm. of them were at the end of the alphabet the wild and cards, i remember correct. being in the group with the kids that had like beginning yes. of the last name yes and i used to feel like these fucking pace eating fucking freak weirdos like Simone, i you should not be in this group i shouldn't be here i'm keeping it in i don't give a that's how I always felt growing up. I'm like, I am out of place. And isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that you go by your last name that's in the middle of the alphabet now? You go by your last name that's in the you, middle of the alphabet. You, Simone I Nicole, do. yeah. You've I like do. shifted because you're like, I don't belong I do. with these guys. From one study that I read that was on MTV.com. Mm -hmm. MTV.com. Thank you, MTV.com. Mm -hmm. Was that um, the earlier in the alphabet your name is, the more likely you are to be admitted into colleges because that's, applications oh, are sorted alphabetically. That's true. And also in um, 2012, a different study. So I guess the first one was called the Economics of Education Review. Uh, the mm -hmm. second one is the last name effect in the Journal of Consumer Research found that end of the alphabet last names are more likely to be impulse buyers and are quicker to jump on perceived deals because throughout childhood they tended to be at the end of the line and the back of the class which meant only the remaining options were available for them so now they're quicker to snatch up opportunities that may not last as long wow 
Claire, yeah. how do you feel about that? Our editor, Claire, are you an impulse buyer? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, for sure. So this debunked. This debunked. article. It's over. <laughs> Bad. Gone. Sorry, Gone. science. Our girl said no. <laughs> Speaking of last names, there are certain last names that are extremely common in the black community, which is like funny, ha ha, but also funny, weird, because it's like, oh, these are definitely slave master last names mm-hmm. that all of us have. Like Jones, um, Williams. Parker, Anderson, Robinson. Like I have so many friends over the years that have the exact same last name. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy that this is rooted in slavery. Unless it's like ethnic, then that's about it. It's very interesting. I didn't realize that this wasn't like a well-known thing or like something that was very understood until I was watching, of course, like a podcast or a TikTok and I'm pretty sure it was a podcast led by white creators. Mm -hmm. And they were like, I dated a black person and they were talking about how when their mother named them that they made sure to name them things that would look good on applications. And everyone in the room was so shocked. And I was like, I'm sorry, is that not well known? Like the naming of your child is so important when you're naming a child of color because it determines how far they get or how short they get and how much prejudice is put on them from just reading their name on an application. Like you're gonna make a different assumption about a Deshaun versus a John or a different assumption about a Shanae versus a Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much bias in name and like even like more than name. The bigger point that I like want to talk about is like how powerful words are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate when people like brush it off like words mean nothing, names mean nothing. Like everything is so cool, man. Like systemic racism and sexism is over, man. Like everyone just like party in the USA. And I'm like, it, that literally could not be further from the truth. And you know what's so fucked up is that is literally how they teach history class in high school they'll be like you guys and this was a time where racism existed it doesn't anymore, and now that's isn't over it crazy that it existed isn't back that crazy then? like i have to teach mm-hmm. you about it in history books because it happened so long ago, long ago as if the effects of racism and sexism and so many other isms are like they stopped they expired what the fuck is that song it's like racism done <laughs> Exophobia gone racism knock it off Knock it off. There was yeah. an expiration date on all that shit, according yep. to these people. Like it was mm-hmm. like homophobia expired on July. 5th I know. And it, I feel like it, it would be so much more beneficial when you're young too to be learning in history class. This is how bad it was. It's not that far away from us, and it still exists today. And that's why it's important to continue fighting for these things and equality. Because look how stupid it looked back then. Hopefully, it'll look what we're in right now looks just as stupid 10 years from now so let's really focus on this i really do think about that too like how we mm-hmm. read the history books and we're like this shit is insane i wonder like what my kids will think when they read the history books being like will they feel like this shit was insane or will they feel like you mean the history iphone articles sorry yes that was such a i mean joke. i mean the histories yeah <laughs> i mean the history they'll learn on their iPads. I don't know. Like when I'm thinking about like names, the power of last names and the inferences that you make about names, I feel like people struggle to have these types of conversations because it's like people can't really have conversations about things without everything becoming so serious and it being such a hit on their character it's weird because it's like well if you're listening to the pod this podcast right mm-hmm. now hi hello hello hi love you thank you for watching love you subscribe if you're everywhere to this podcast right now and we say like there is like implicit biases between like i said like a deshaun 
and a Greg. Just have an honest conversation with yourself in the privacy of your own home, listening to your girls and being like, you know what, now that I think about it, I think I do have some biases in my heart for people. Like I will make assumptions about people that are named this versus this. That's okay. That's okay because we were all socialized in America. It would be impossible for you to be however many years old you are and for you to not have implicit biases because of the way that we're taught, because of the way that we're socialized. Like it is not normal to be socialized in a space where racism gone homophobia doesn't exist like that's not a thing all of that to say like well one let yourself be vulnerable enough to like see where you have implicit biases because only when you identify things are you able to heal from them instead of hiding them and then two there's so much power in words i feel like we all grew up with the saying sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me that is a Farce. Wow. That is a fucking farce. Six and I have may never break my bones, but chains they wear six side me. Nah, 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 come on. I remember seeing that on elementary school and not knowing what it meant. Yeah. Like people would be like, six and seven may break my bones. And then me sitting there in my like all pink strawberry outfit being like, and chains they whip six side me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pigtails in the wind <laughs> i think that it does a disservice to people to act as though words can't be hurtful because mm -hmm. i have never been in a physical fight in my life but people's words have affected me to this day of like course. i can remember yes. specific things and and i would argue that words most are people really are powerful. like that words are so powerful they stay with you yes i remember that at the beginning of every announcement back in like elementary school they would say like treat people how you want to be treated that used to like roll in one ear and out the other but as mm. i get older i'm like oh actually that's really important that you mm -hmm. treat other people the way that you want to be treated and understand that your words matter and it's interesting too because I know some people that are like, when I get mad, I will say anything that I possibly physically can to, to make you hurt as yeah. much as I feel like you're hurting me. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, I cannot fathom doing something like that. But I know a ton of people that are like, really? like when they say like drunk words or sober thoughts or like, don't take what I say when I'm mad seriously, like, because I'm truly trying to just dig at anything. Like I'm mm -hmm. trying to hit you where it hurts as hard as I possibly can. And that's just what it is. Like, don't believe me after that though. Like I was just mad. No, I'm no. like, that is yeah. in. And that's going to stick with you. It doesn't matter. You know, even if you are really mad and you say things, once you've said something, you cannot mm -hmm. take it back. You can. And also once you've heard something, you cannot choose to forget it. Yeah, it, it really sticks with you. So I think it is important to be careful with what you say because your words do have a lot of impact. Use your words and both be careful what you say because it can impact other people, but also on the complete opposite end, your words can impact other people. They can mm. empower other people. Yes, they, can they can wake other people up. I love just language in general. I love poetry. I love writing. Writing is one of my favorite things in the world. And like, just like reading, like there is something so powerful about using your words to like, here is what I'm thinking and feeling in my head. The only way that I can possibly introduce you to what's going on in my mind is by, you know, vocalizing and explaining and writing. I mean, you could also say art as well to give visual, yeah. but I don't know. I think there's something really beautiful about that. So use your words wisely. Yes, absolutely. Choose your words wisely. Tool. Yes, very, very powerful. Oh man. Well, you guys, we have something to tell you yeah we've reached the end of this episode and we isabella me being like isabella 
Would you like to tell them? Sure. You guys, we love you guys so much. We love this show. We've done this show for the past two years. The podcast is something newer. Basically, the company that we work for right now is ending the show, which is sad, uh, but also, you know, who knows what will happen. If you're a millionaire out there who wants to buy the show, let us know. But, you know, it, it is sad, but it's bittersweet. We're not yeah. going anywhere. Yes, uh, Swipe Talk right now is closing, but who knows? You know, maybe it'll come back. You never know what's around the corner, yeah. what's around the river bend. I don't want anyone to think it's because, like, Simone and I are having a falling out because I feel like oftentimes... Yeah. When there's two female podcasters, too. It absolutely yeah, has no. nothing to do with me and Simone. I love Simone so yeah, much. No. And this just is strictly, uh, you know... Business. But all of this is to say... We love you. We're so grateful for every single one of you that has listened, that's messaged in. This is certainly not the end of anything. It is Pivot Pivot City. So please follow us on Instagram, Simone's Isabella's. Simone has her own YouTube channel as well, so you can keep up with all of the content there so you don't miss her too much. I'm doing stand-up. I have a short <laughs> film coming out. Go over to my Instagram. You can find me there. And we'll find other ways to to reconnect. We're not going anywhere. We're still here. We're just not going to be through the swipe talk lens per se. Also, what I would like to add to is that this is not our last episode. Um, oh, yeah. You guys will be seeing this. <laughs> We're is warning you. Not- We're warning yes. you. Yeah. This is our second to last podcast. Isabella and I talked a lot about like how to present this to you guys and we literally were like, we feel like we're parents that are getting divorced trying to like explain <laughs> to kids like how this is going to work. Yeah. Here's the thing about being an artist. <laughs> there's so much that you learn along the way and mm-hmm. there's no script for this mm-hmm. and we are very confused. <laughs> like we are still trying to figure out how we feel about mm-hmm. everything and what our um, next steps are going to be. There's just a lot of unknowns, but We didn't want for you guys to be completely blindsided. This is also news to us, just to be transparent as well. This is not anything that we've been holding on to and just decided to share in our last two episodes. Exactly. As Isabella said, this isn't goodbye forever. Um, We just want to put you guys on notice that things will, at a very bare, bare, bare minimum, be changing. I still have all of my socials, as Isabella said. You can find me on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. I've seen you guys in my comment sections before and it's so sweet every time I see you guys over there. And then Isabella and I are both actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are always like doing new creative things and working on new working projects. On projects, yeah. Our faces are out there and you'll yeah. you'll be seeing more of us and we will be doing more things together in the future. Just pivoting, you guys, just pivoting. But again, follow us on private platforms so that we don't miss you because we love you and we don't want to give up the relationship that we feel like we've built with you. So many people comment and are like, I feel like you guys are my friends, like blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And like, we feel the same way. Like we love you guys so much and the relationship that we've built over this time is not something we take lightly so we'll get into it more and we'll give a full goodbye episode next but really quick just to wrap it up scream all the week simone Um, (laughs) child the show ending was my scream transparently i just don't have it to like pretend as if it's anything else because this has been such a long journey and not like in a bad way when i say long journey i mean like in the best way like getting to know isabella um Yeah, and this was like the first thing that I got. Like, you know, like thing. Mm -hmm, Like, I don't know how to describe mm -hmm. it. Like, but as like an actor, as a creative, like this was like the first thing, right? But um, a silver lining that I've been seeing in this too is that 
as I've said, Isabella and I are both actors. And one of my goals, ultimate goals, is to be a part of an ensemble-based TV show. And we, as we all know, ensemble-based TV shows get canceled like it's nobody's business. And you can fall in love with them after a season. And then it can be here and then gone just as quickly as possible. The actors didn't know. Production didn't know. It just came from the powers that be and then it's over. And like, how do you deal with that? And if that's something that I am consistently asking God and the universe for, I feel like my, my I'm getting what I want because this is my first taste of that. And I know that that mm. might sound a little brutal, but I really do feel like you experience whatever goals you have in life, you experience the ups and downs of that goal on a small scale before you experience it on a big scale. So it's very, very bittersweet. And that is my scream. My scream of the week is I've been knitting this scarf. <laughs> Check it out, you guys. Um, it's she has. Not she was knitting it yesterday. Yeah. I've been knitting away in all these meetings and whatever. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, show's getting canceled. Got it, got mm -hmm. it, got it. But very fun. Really would recommend. It's like one of the few hobbies that I have that isn't in regards to like writing and like my work oh. <laughs> in my job. What'd yeah. you say? What'd you say? A phone. A phone. Oh, for sure. That too. But it's also like anything that like is physical and like a good like focus thing is awesome for me. But yeah, that was yeah. our episode. Love you guys so much. We're going to get more into it next week. But thank you yes. again for everything. Please don't be sad. The whole point of this show is to bring people joy and we want to continue doing that and we will find other ways to connect with you guys and still be bringing you joy. Love you. Thank you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>